Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com. For the end of season Red Zone Clearance event happening now through Monday, you'll find thousands of items like swimwear, tanks, tees, shorts, and accessories for the whole family under five or ten dollars. With many items final marked down to eighty percent off, stack the savings even more and get ten dollars off when you spend twenty-five or more with coupon on select items. That's getting your pennies worth. JC Penny. Valid eight thirty-one to nine five. Some exclusions apply. Check jcp.com or use paper for coupon on detail. Selections vary by store while supplies last. Clearance savings off regular and original prices. Intermediate markdowns may have been taken. Season refers to time period from eight ten to nine five. Prepper's Asylum is the premier preparedness outfitter. They carry in stock and ship direct the products you're looking for. MREs, freeze-dried food, Kelly kettles, water filtrates, first aid and trauma kits, stoves, personal protection, self-defense supplies, and more. Prepper's Asylum are people just like you and I. Find what you're looking for and use promo code PBN at checkout to receive 10% off. That's promo code PBN for 10% off at PreppersAsylum.com. You've just joined the Prepper Broadcasting Network, where we promote self-reliance and independence. The views and opinions expressed are strictly those of the host or their guests. Visit us in the interactive chat room at PrepperBroadcasting.com. This is Forrest. How you doing? And Kyle? How's everyone doing? Say hi, Kyle. Come on. Kyle's back from the Living Dead. Yeah. Wasn't here last week. Hey, um, want to welcome everyone. My name is Forrest Garvin. You are live with the Prepping Academy. My name is Forrest, and this is Kyle. We're live every Friday night at ten. Excuse me, nine Eastern Standard Time, nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're listening to this, not live. Join us on Friday nights. We're live. Um, also, if you're on Blog Talk Radio, you can jump over to PrepperBroadcasting.com where you can join into our live chat room and communicate with us, ask us questions, and have some comments in there. If you're a friend or family, use your real name so I know who you are. Um, you can also call in um, for questions, and that's, that number is um, 347-202-0228. Um, you can press one for to get in queue for a question, or you can just listen, which is pretty cool. Just call in, listen if you're driving down the road, I guess. Yeah, just background noise. Yeah. yeah. So um, 
Kyle, you were off last week, and what the heck, what were you doing last week to miss this number one show in the world? Uh, yeah, work. <laughs> work. Work. An emergency at work, or just standard work, or just... Standard, humdrum, boring work. You love your job. No, I absolutely <laughs> Honestly, if I woke up tomorrow morning and said, hey, please burn it down. Don't bother coming in. Yes. But you need that paycheck. And you need the relationships with all the... No? No? Okay. No. No more people. No more people? I think I told you, I'm kind of at the point where I'm ready to just go up the mountains, go find a cave. I'll be good. Yeah. Who... A cave. That's not good. Um, So, we missed your... Conspiracy theory of the week last week. Yeah. I mean, you, you weren't here. No. You gave me some suggestions, and I'm like, Dude. what did I suggest? I can't remember what it was. It? Was it Hillary's health or something? Or no. I forgot. You text me. I, I forgot what it was. I'm always talking about Hillary's health. You know, if she makes it to the election. All the people that died. I know. I don't know what it was. I don't know. But um, we missed it, and you suggested that I, that I would talk about one but and I just can't I mean I just it's very few conspiracy theories are actually they're theories they really are theories well, and you think they're facts, facts. It's, 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 it's like saying MKUltra is still a conspiracy theory it was for years and now it's declassified information it's public hmm. you can read about it so what is your conspiracy theory today my conspiracy theory probably goes back hundreds and hundreds of years, and it's something that we still see actively today, and that would be the use of Romans 13 to control the masses. And if anyone's familiar with Hagman and Hagman, I've been on a pretty long-time listener. I love their show. I usually listen to it almost nightly. Um, they had on the other night, uh, it was the 24th, uh, Pastor Chuck Baldwin, talking about his new book out and discussing Romans 13 and how there are so many people behind the pulpit now that do not want to discuss what's going on in our country for fear of losing whether they're their 501c3 status mm-hmm. yep. or they're just entirely blind to it. And it's, it's something that, as a Christian, I'm passionate about. And, you know, a lot of people will talk about, you know, FEMA camps and stuff like that. They're all placing an agenda where, you know, something's going to happen. They're going to push out Romans 13 and say, well, but the Lord wants you to submit. But you're not really supposed to. You, you really aren't. Whenever you're, you're confronted with evil, it's just like if someone comes into your house right now, Forrest, mm-hmm. with a shotgun and says, I'm going to kill your kids. I'm going to kill your wife. Are you just supposed to sit there? No, you shoot them. We have the castle doctrine well, we for law. Well, would you believe that whenever I was actually taking seminary classes, uh-huh. I actually had a teacher say he would sit there and just let it happen because he he adamantly believed you should not do anything, and he even cited Romans thirteen. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I I don't know. I, I guess I studied the um, you know a lot of Jesus's. Uh, apostles had swords because Peter true. Peter sure grabbed his in a hurry when they were coming to arrest him. Jesus, yeah. Jesus didn't rebuke Peter 
for trying to stop them. He rebuked them saying, wait, it's time. So, you know, almost like, hey, you did that. That was good, everything. But the problem is it, this is time. It's my appointed uh, time to go. Yeah. That's what he rebuked him for. And then later he told his disciples, hey, that if you don't have a sword, go sell your cloak. Go sell your cloak and get one. Wow. And, you know, a sword was our modern day gun. Yeah. I mean, obviously. Yeah, or tank. Yeah. I mean, I wish. <laughs> You know, but, but I think that's my conspiracy theory, and I, I don't really think it's too much of a conspiracy that Christians in America are being dumbed down. That the water is uh, is tainted. Okay. Well, you know what? We may even agree on one here. I mean, I agree that the the thing is, I do believe we we need to submit to the authority of people. As long, no matter who it is, because the Bible tells us whoever is in authority, God has put them there. But has he put them there for blessing or for judgment? It doesn't matter. We are still to obey him until it causes us to sin. And see, that is a conflict. And I'm going to teach a Bible study on this in our the Carolina Prepper Network yeah. um, in the coming months about, you know, Prepping is good and great, and I believe it's 100% in the Bible. We should be prepared. Mm-hmm. But if you ever rely on your your preps more than you do God, I think that's a sin. Oh, yeah, I would say. I definitely would say that because from all the forums and you know, blogs and yeah. everything I've been on, I've always said that your, your spiritual preparation mm-hmm. is the most important because if you don't have that the rest of it is not going to So I'm putting together a Bible study with the help of one of the biggest theologians of our time. He just lives down the road from me. He started a seminary, um, is it Southern Evangelical Seminary? Yep. He's the leading apologetics in the world, Norman Geisler, yep. is, and his writer is a guy named Doug. Carter, which is a real good friend of mine, and they are helping me kind of put together this lesson that I would be going to churches and speak about, hey, the getting up to the end times, God is warning us. He's not trying to judge us and what we need to do to prepare for that. Yeah. So, so, that's, what, so I'm studying that right now. So actually. what we've established tonight is the Mormons are, no, I'm just kidding. The Mormons are right. Dude. I mean, maybe, the Mormons maybe are the absolutely awesome when it comes to prepping. They are. But they are. Is you have to have seven years. Yeah, you, I'm not sure it's seven. I think, I think starting out you have to have one. And then yeah, I think so you too. You have to have seven once you mm-hmm. you're established. I mean, everyone that preps kind of uses something that they put together. I mean, some system or the food. I mean, I think all the freeze dried food is owned by the Mormons. I know Wise is. I know Legacy. Uh, I think legacy is. I'm not sure it is in Utah, which would tell me that it is. I mean, so, but um, but you can't fault them in that area. Oh, absolutely not. So, hey, well, tonight we're going to go over part three of Intro to Prepping 101. 
This will be day 120 to 180. So I don't know why I broke it down in days, just the way I did. I was thinking a year, how to get someone from absolutely afraid of a gun, first they think I'm crazy, they're afraid of a gun, to absolutely an experienced prepper in one year yeah. and have almost all their bases covered. And that was kind of the, the reason. And I broke that down to six classes, and this would be class three. And before the show, I wish you guys could have heard us. We are totally disagreeing with some things on here. And, you know, I thought I was going to have to break out my, you know, we're going to have a fist fight here. Well, yeah, you got Charlotte Horse. Oh, yeah, I got a cramp in my leg. So um, I couldn't stand up and go over there. And then my wife came in, which kind of stopped us as well. Yeah. I think that was right after I said you're a liar and a cheat. And (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. So we're not going to go through everything on this list tonight. Um, what we are going to do, we're going to post this on the PreppingAcademy.com um, website. That's PreppingAcademy.com. Uh, it will be posted there. Um, but we're not going to talk about every single thing on there because we're getting into some details now and some some heavy, some serious stuff. And so the first thing I'm going to bring up, because I know what the second thing is, one of the things we were fighting over. So we're going to start out slow in here. The, the first thing is a solar charger. Yeah. I'm not talking a big solar array on top of your house. I'm talking about something you can fold out, charge your phone. I mean, you need that when you go camping anyway. Yeah. Um, of course, um, I think Sunjack is one of the best products made. They, I have to tell you, they are a sponsor of me and my survival school. And they make an incredible product. Um, it's sunjack.com, but they have a 20-watt panel that can um, charge your phone, your iPad, flashlight batteries, radios. I mean, it can. I mean, your you especially like your ham radios and things. And so I think that at this point in someone's prepping growth, this is where yeah, you something. you got to have something. I mean, that goes on your. I'm not sure it would go in your bug out bag, but it could go in the back of your bug out bag. It could go in there. You need to take it. Yeah. And the battery backup comes with it too. You know, the little charging packs. So at this point you got to have one of them. And the next item. Yeah. Do you want to bring that up? Uh, yeah. So basically this is, this is where we come into the disagreement is we've already established you want to have a handgun. The next thing you want to do is you want to have a rifle. And going from my personal experience, I honestly started off with a rifle first. And part of it is you know, I'm worried about legislation coming down the pipes, uh, people coming into office. Uh, you have down here a 1022 rifle. A Ruger 1022 or a 22 type rifle, yes. Yes. My argument with that is it obviously it's, it's a tool, just like anything else. Yes, you can use it for hunting. Yes, you can use it for personal defense. But if I had to make a choice, it would have to be, you know, it's kind of like saying you have to chop down a tree. Do you want a hatchet or do you want an axe? I want a chainsaw. Well, I mean, I think my thinking of this was um, these are new people, new to guns. And I just, the last two months they bought a handgun and now they're, they're, sh- they're getting used to a gun. Absolutely. Now a a T22 
1022, if I told you to go to your house and grab as much ammo as you can, we're getting ready to have a fight, you'll probably grab your 22 because you can carry a lot more ammo in a, for a 22. No. No. No, yeah. no, no, no. If you had to, all right, if you were, if you were in, but uh, we're going to say a zombie apocalypse, and you just had hordes of zombies running at you. I don't know what you're talking about there, but and keep you, going. And you had a 22 and a 5.56 rifle, mm-hmm. and you had to hand one to a friend beside you, your, your dearly beloved friend you grew up with, and you said, I can give you this 22. That has 50,000 rounds because you can carry that, or here's a 5.56, and you can only carry like 200 rounds. <laughs> yeah, but maximum penetration is going to be greater. You okay. can get greater distances. How about for hunting? Which is the best? I mean, it depends on what you're hunting. If you're hunting, you know, say like a small animal like a deer, or you know, maybe a little bit larger, I would still go with two, two, three. You can take one now with a twenty-two, but it's not going to be that great. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be sloppy, and you're probably going to be running after it for a couple miles while it bleeds out very slow. So it's actually it's inhumane. That's why wildlife usually goes after guys who do that. Um, now, if you're, if you're killing a squirrel or a rabbit, right. yeah, sure, 22. But, I, but again, I think there, there's tools, different purposes. Okay, what's the price difference? I honestly haven't looked at a 1022 in a good while. A good 20, you can get a 1022 for the one I own is a $300 one. Okay. Because it, it breaks apart. It's called a takedown. Okay. The, uh, the 1022 takedown. It, it it you can put it in a little backpack. It doesn't look like a gun, but you can get a, a, a standard 1022 for a hundred and maybe less than 150 bucks. So how about a 223556? What's the cheapest good one you can get? The cheapest ones I've seen have been anywhere from 450 to 600 dollars. 450 or what? Who may, I mean, I've seen like the Smith and Wesson MMP is around 650. Yeah, I've, I've seen uh, Delcon or uh, Delcon, let's see. I cannot remember the name of the company. Uh-huh. I don't call it. Oh, 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 I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can get them for six. Yeah. Or, or an AK 47. An AK? Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like a dirty word here whenever you say it. I mean, but it see, AK is not good for tar. I mean, it's not. I mean, AK and it built for spray and prey. No. Hey, let's take a quick break. Has your data been hacked? Do you feel uneasy about the vulnerability of your personal information online? Were you involved in the Target, LinkedIn, or Microsoft data leaks? Don't know? If not, then pay attention. Join Forrest Garvin from PrepperNet for a free webinar on privacy and security. Gain insights into safe internet browsing, VPNs, crafting online aliases, secure emails, detecting if your data has been hacked, and managing passwords. Secure your spot today for this webinar on privacy and security. It's free. This webinar delves into comprehensive strategies for bolstering your online privacy. We've got you covered. From fortifying your passwords to shielding your financial information and mastering state-of-the-art encryption techniques. We're offering two convenient dates to suit your schedule. Reserve your spot now at PrepperNet.com privacy. Don't let cyber threats erode your peace of mind any longer. Take the first step toward a safer, more secure online experience by joining us for our free webinar. Remember, knowledge is power when it comes to safeguarding your privacy. Sign up now at PrepperNet.com privacy. We'll see you there.
15 versus AK. Yeah, we're that's not going to go there. I mean, no, that's not the argument we want. On fire right now if we do that. Okay. So our goal, our goal with a rifle is you got to have a rifle. Yeah, you, need, you need to make the personal choice whether you're mm-hmm. thinking this is for me for hunting mm-hmm. or this is for me for personal defense and for hunting. And if I had to choose a gun for personal defense, right. it is absolutely going to be. But up. you're also the guy that probably from the your truck to my house, you probably brought your your AR-15 in here with you around your neck. I mean, that's the kind of guy you are, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, I would wear one on my hip where you would just go ahead and sling it over your shoulder and come on in and go just set it at the door, check it in, yeah. and um, clear it. And But you are, a gun, you are a gun nut, wouldn't you say? A little bit. A little bit, okay. I'm a tool nut. I mean, I like tools. The gun is a tool. Because it used to bother me when people would really, like, spray paint their gun or put that coating on there you told me about one time. Um, that Cerakote? Yeah, that, you know, make it beautiful and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I used to not want to do anything to my gun. But now it's a tool. I mean, you, I put tape around my hammer, you know. And so I'm, I'm since it's a tool and it's not a little baby that you take care of. Yeah. I've changed my mindset over the last years about that. So I mean, keep in mind, I wasn't always a gun person. I never owned a gun. I mean, I've shot since I was five years old. I never owned a gun. It used to be Pokemon, right? Let's not even go there with Pokemon. (laughs) Never participated. Never will. Um, Or Care Bear. That's what. Okay. I never owned one until I was about twenty-six. A gun? No, wait. Twenty-four. Mm-hmm. See, I had in the eighth grade, my dad had a Browning 22 made in Belgium, and it was a takedown as well. And that was the coolest thing because you can break that thing, put it in your backpack. And um, so in eighth grade, I had a gun shooting every. I, I mean, I didn't even ask my parents to go shooting. Wait, wait. Browning made muskets back then? No. 22 takedowns, yes. Sorry, that sometimes was, I forget. Yeah. His age. Whatever. So you, you need a rifle. Uh, if you can handle a twenty, uh, you know, an a, an AR, absolutely. The reason I went twenty two because I like the least common denominator for a lot of people. I actually had the AR in the uh, in the next class. You know, after uh, you know six months of, I mean, because you just the person just started at six months of you know, See, four months still, ago. I would still put a twenty two in there, but I would put more emphasis on getting getting the AR-15 or the AK, something more powerful up front, mm-hmm. and then putting the 22 further back. Yep. Someone put AR for defense and 22 for bug out and hunting. I agree with that because you can carry easily 2,000 rounds of 22. Yeah. In the bug out bag. Yeah, I mean, you I cannot carry 2,000 rounds. No, I carry like 300. Okay, right. So um, one one person said, uh, yeah, a, a good 22 is you know around 129. Yep. So we're, we're I was in the right price range. Um, oh, some people are partial to gold zero. Well, you know, the problem with gold zero is like Yeti. You know the That's Yeti nice. computers. Yeti really loves their coolers. Yep. That's why they cost so much. Gold Zero really loves their because people willing to pay for them. Yeah. But you look at a Sunjack that has more power, more durable, cheap. I mean, yeah. I mean they're just a better price. Yeah. 
Plain there, there's a lot of, and this is my thing. There's a lot of mixed reviews on Gold Zero. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to knock them as a company or anything yeah. like that, but just some of the reviews, you read them and you're like, yeah, I don't know how much these people really use these items. Right. And you see the people who did and are like, I give it a two. Mm-hmm. And my son Jack, man, I love that thing. That we, that thing is just. I got several of them, and actually, we're giving the one away. Hey, oh, everyone, yeah. don't forget to go to, uh, um, gosh, um, preppingacademy.com. And you'll see on there you can sign up for our giveaway. And we need to come up with a date with that. So I'm thinking after prepper camp, sometime we 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 do that. Because my our goal is to give something away, but it's also secretly I'm not going to tell these people is is to get people on the mailing list so that I can send them out when there's a we have some important news or information. Yeah. But I'm not going to say that because I don't want them to know that. And hopefully they don't listen to them. I know. So go to um, preppingacademy.com and, and register uh, for that. And, and I, so far, I've sent out two emails total. And what, and both of them were about the next show coming up. So, hey. Um, okay, need a rifle. Next thing is some ammo. You got to have ammo. So you bought a pistol. Buy a rifle. Now you're buying a rifle. You need more ammo. I put um, 200 rounds of, of 380 or 9mm for your pistol. Yeah. I mean, this is not to shoot. This is now to kind of... You're building up. You're building up. Well, what would you say like your, your cap is for you personally? Mine, I know, is about 1,000 for pistols. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for like my 380, I have one, a couple 380s, mm-hmm. and I have defensive rounds. I only literally carry maybe a hundred rounds of defensive rounds because it's expensive ammo. Oh yeah. I don't go to the range. When I go to the range, I shoot one magazine of my defensive rounds to make sure it goes to the gun. It clears, make sure there's no jams. I, that's, and then I go to the cheap ball ammo in practice. Yeah. That's kind of my thing with my three eighties and my nine millimeter. I'm not going to go out there and shoot hydro shot. Not, you know, you know, um, hollow point rounds at a target, but I do go through every time I go. I make sure that my defensive rounds work and they don't jam. I keep doing my hands. If you guys could see me, I keep <laughs> doing my hands like I'm racking my um my nine millimeter. But um, so uh, 380, that that's the worst gun in the world to shoot. It's not it's not a pleasant gun. Now my I have a Bursa 380 and the kids like to shoot it. So I have maybe 200 rounds of that max. My nine millimeter, I got, I got some rounds for that. Yeah. Uh, you know, 100, 200 more, but I have some rounds of that because I, in a grid down situation, that's one of my main go-to weapons. It will be on my side at all times. Mm-hmm. That's what we talk about Glock versus Ruger for Domino's. Dude, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Glock guy, but. I'm, I know what I'm not. What's that? And it's a 911 guy, and I know you're a 911 guy. 1911. 1911, yeah, 1911. Yeah, I love my 1911. Yeah, I like my Glock 19. Okay, so you gotta have some ammo, and this is not ammo to shoot. So if you're gonna shoot, you need to just buy that's extra shooting ammo. This is kind of the the store, and then cash. Gotta have some cash. Yeah. Gotta have in your bug out bag. Gotta have in your everyday bag. You should always have cash. How much cash should you have? I, I mean, I know you put down 100. I'm honestly thinking 200. 200? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because... I wouldn't disagree with you. Once something happens, 
people are going to price gouge. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you go to the gas station, it might say it's still $3 a gallon, $2 a gallon, whatever. But in actuality, they're probably going to be like, it's $10 a gallon if you really want it. I agree. Now, and again, depends on what, you know, crap hits the fan thing you're, you're preparing for. And I also, and I, and I, I, I really believe this. And I tell a lot of people this, um, that no matter what happens, Americans are so positive thinking that it gives us the preppers, the people prepared at least 24 hours to act before they're going to realize what's going on. The only thing that doesn't, is is like an EMP or the actual even the power goes off right now. It, cell phones work and your laptops work, but no internet, everything it's just a grid down, not an EMP. People are going to think, oh, they'll have this up maybe tomorrow morning. They'll have this up, you know, in three days. They are so positive and so oblivious to I mean, did I say that right? Close. 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 That was wrong. That didn't even sound right as it came out. But um, that we have time to get our stuff together, go to McDonald's, eat. Well, I probably wouldn't go to McDonald's. Yeah, not going to McDonald's. No, we'll go to a nice restaurant, nice. go buy some things at Lowe's, and then go to our bug out location. Yeah. I think we'll have that much time. Max out those credit cards. Max them out. <laughs> <laughs> and then fire comes on three days later, and you're like, uh, crap. They return everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so have some cash in small denominations. Just, just have cash. Just and gold and silver. We'll get to the gold and silver as well. Um, a galvanized trash can. Why would I be telling people to buy a trash can? Um, so you can. No, no. I'm trying to remember here. Come on, man. You uh, know this. Come on, uh, quit playing. Thirty cage. Thirty cage. So your 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 radios, your Balfane radios that are on this list to buy, your Sunjack solar needs to be in there when you're not using it, because it has electrical components that will fry if there's an EMP. And if you don't know what an EMP is, you know you you, you most people listening to this will know what an EMP is or a CME. But you got to have a galvanized trash can. It doesn't have to be too big. You just got to be able to put your radio's in there, maybe a short wave radio, your Belfing radio, your your solar chargers. You don't have to put your batteries in there. Yeah. But you, anything, even your your cell phone charger that you plug into the wall, a, a EMP would would fry that. Any comments, questions on that? No, no, I would definitely agree on that. I, you know, the only thing I, I don't like is I just don't like the size of the galvanized trash cans. And then you're going to be this guy. I'll get, like, if I'm driving around in my truck, I'm like, oh, what's the what's you have all those galvanized trash cans for? Well, there's a way to wet, wrap radios in tinfoil and do the same thing. I mean, but it's still going to look like I'm driving around with a bunch of cookie monsters in the back of my, my Well, truck. you hide it. You don't just, uh, you don't market EMP-proof radio wrapped five times by tinfoil on the outside of it. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> tinfoil hats. First of all, if someone looked in your truck, I, I would think that they would be on the ground eating concrete pretty quickly. Yeah, there is a sticker that says something like that on there. Yeah. So, um, next we have on there is rice. You need a lot of rice to survive on just, even as an individual. I was amazed how much you need 
You know how many people in the world live on rice and beans alone? Probably about. Fourteen. No, I don't know. I would think there's millions. I'd say billions. Billions? I mean, like thinking, yeah, going through India, China, Mm -hmm. I mean, very dense populated areas. And quite frankly, I mean, that's a huge source of their food. Yeah, um, Pappy in the chat room said he had rice for supper, so he's he's preparing. Yeah, I, I actually had rice too. Did you really? Yeah, I threw most of it out. Oh. I, I can't stand rice. Really? No. no. No, rice and beans, I'm fine. Okay, but, but just, just plain, plain rice? rice. Put a little soy sauce or something on. Soy 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 sauce is low key, man. Oh my gosh! Soy. Oh my gosh! No. Okay, you need 100 pounds of rice, and then you need to know how to store it. I mean, I mean, again. YouTube videos, ton of them. Yeah. You put it in a mylar bag, put it in a bucket, and you seal it. It's easy. 25 years if you do it right. years first? Um, the last few batches I did. Yeah. The problem is now my, my freezer's full. Okay. I got deer meat in there. It's just full. I mean, it literally, I had a half a bag of ice the other night left yeah. over from we did the UFC fight. Had some friends over. Oh, yeah. I could not fit the half bag of ice in my freezer. Yeah. So you had some friends over, but you never, you never called. Dude, we had a ton of friends over. There, there, we had twenty six people. Yeah, it was a party without Kyle. Yeah, he, well, you were working that weekend. Well, everyone says I look like Conor McGregor, anyway. So you do kind of look like him. Yeah. He, he, yeah. I see the tattoos. Yeah. So rice, gotta get some rice. Long term rice. Rice is for fifty pound bag, around sixteen dollars. That is cheap. The, I mean, and so a one cup of rice makes like two and a half cups of uncooked rice. One cup of uncooked rice makes like two and a half cups of cooked rice. Yeah, that's a lot of food. Yeah, but you run you run through pretty quickly. I, I forget what the breakdown is. I think I worked that one time to for one person to live on rice alone, one adult would go through, I want to say, three five-gallon buckets of rice. Dang. For one year. All right. Well, um, next is, um, so rice, is Belfang radios. Now, you can get any ham radio you want. There's some that are hundreds. There's some that are thousands of dollars. But kind of the staple for preppers right now is, is a little radio that you can get for less than 30 bucks. And it is amazing. It transmits on like seven different, it replaces seven different radios. Every handheld radio these little kids have, the, you know, the FRS, um, G, GMRS, whatever it's called, business radio, MERS, it transmits on them all. And it's like 30 bucks. With all the accessories, it's 50 bucks. You got to have one. It's, a way it's the way to communication and that's what you're you know then it needs to go into galvanized cam when you're not using it but in the next section of training and action you got to learn how to use these suckers yeah. you just don't pick these up and start using them i actually told my wife the other day when we move mm-hmm. i honestly think we'd rid, rid of the cell phones and just going over to the family radios yeah <laughs> i'm sure i'm tired of getting well calls. there's a there's a distance well, there, there's a business, but there's also, I don't have telemarketers. Right. Imagine if you got on your, on your Well, maybe I'll get on there and find out what frequency you guys are on. Yeah, that would be, be great. Well, I can break it. Hey, have you got a credit card? Okay. A timeshare. Yeah. 
So um, I tell you what, um, let's take a break, um, pay some bills. G-Man's ready. And so let's go to commercial break. We'll be right back with some more on Intro to Prepping 101. TheWonderMill.com, the best grain mills on the market, with the ability to mill several items that many grain mills will not. There are two grain mills to choose from, the WonderMill Electric. It's fast and gives you a vast variety of items it can grind. The Wonder Junior Hand Grain Mill can grind a wide variety of things that even some of the most expensive hand grain mills cannot, including oily grains, nuts, and seeds. Learn more about the most resourceful tool that you may ever own. See all the exciting things that WonderMill can do for you and what you eat at thewondermill.com. Hey, I'm Joe Alton, MD. I'm here to remind you that disasters can happen anytime, anywhere, and you need to know what to do in an emergency. The new 2016 third edition of the Survival Medicine Handbook is the essential guide for when medical help is not on the way. The Survival Medicine Handbook covers every issue you'll face in times of trouble, and it's all in plain English. Get the Survival Medicine Handbook at Amazon.com. I guarantee one day you'll be glad you did. We have exciting news. You can now afford to have your own freeze dryer. That's right. For the first time ever, it's possible to have a freeze dryer in your home. It was invented right here in America by Harvest Right. With this new appliance, you can freeze dry your own food and it will last 25 years. Imagine freeze drying fruit, vegetables, meat, and your own homemade meals. It's as easy to use as a microwave. Learn more about this amazing home freeze dryer at HarvestRight.com. Again, that's HarvestRight.com. Hey, guys. Welcome back. We were just looking at our list here and uh, have a few more things um, to go. And then um, I'm going to pick one, and we'll, that's the way we'll do some of these maybe quicker. But I do want to hit – I have here to purchase – Four months of freeze-dried food. I think, I personally think freeze-dried food is huge. And here's the reason why. Grid-down situation, crap hits the fan. The last thing I want to worry about is food. I want the best food, the best tasting food, so people aren't griping and complaining. And I want the easiest food to make. Because I want to be worried, I'm going to be worried about security, you know, making sure my kids are okay, you know, for walking somewhere or bug out location, you know, there's work going like crazy. So the last thing I want to do is worry about preparing meals, soaking beans, soaking rice. What I want is something that I can heat water pretty easy, or I can just put cold water in there. And we've all had cold meals before. So, and of course, I am a, a legacy reseller, and I sell it on the PreppingAcademy.com at a great price, best price you'll find. But, um, and in legacy, by far has the the biggest, um, the absolutely biggest um, serving size in the market. You can't compare it to Wise. You you compare Wise, you compare Legacy. Legacy weighs twice as much and costs about the same. That's because it's got more servings. And that's, I've researched that. Yeah. I'm an expert in freeze-dried food. Now, do I own wise? Of course. Because when I didn't know any better, I bought some. Yeah. When I researched it, 
And that's why I became a reseller in Wise. I mean, in Legacy. <laughs> go, you can go to PreppingAcademy.com, and you can see some of the prices. Now, if you join, you actually get better prices. And I actually show you what you can get there. So, um, Kyle, pick one. Pick one. I've gone over quite a few of these. Um, so, basic survival class. I know you actually teach one. A lot of people need to do a basic survival class. Yes. Have you ever taken my basic survival class? Do you not think you need one? Or you 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 know everything? I, I know I, I know I know things that will keep you up at night. Okay. Yeah, I do have um at my um Carolina CarolinaPreparedness.com. We have uh, it's a basic survival class. We teach people how to do a solar still, how to make a a a water purifier out of coal, sand, and rocks. How to set some basic traps, uh, how to build a shelter. Um, so we do a wide variety of just the basic survival class. Now, the interesting thing in North Carolina, there are very few survival instructors. Yes. And especially qualified ones. But, hey, wherever you are, there, there's, there's always a weekend class. Some within driving distance you can go to. It's very beneficial to take that class. Yeah. I was just talking to someone the other day and they were asking about kind of what I'm doing. So I'd be talking about leaving my, my current job and going into something else. And they started about doing survival instruction and that. And they said, well, why survival instruction? I said, well, it's because, you know, obviously I'm used to working with people. And I said, well, now I'll finally have the option. If I don't like you, I can leave you in the woods. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Joking, of course. many things about you scare me. Yes. So... <laughs> Um, so you said survival course. I'm going to pick um, something simple that I teach in my survival class that I have down here. And again, all these are going to be posted, this whole list of things you need to purchase, train, and your mindset for day 120 to day 180 are going to be on the PreppingAcademy.com's website on, under archive shows. But I'm going to pick making char cloth. Making fire is essential. And char cloth, it's like gasoline in a sense. It makes making fire so much easier. Yeah. With char cloth, without char cloth, you can't, it's hard to make fire from um, from the sun, like using a lens. Yeah. I mean, you got to have something that's dark that it will catch easy. Now, let me ask you this. Do you keep, and this probably sounds ridiculous, do you keep a pencil sharpener in your bug out bags? Uh, no, I don't. I actually, I, I keep a two-sided pencil sharpener mm-hmm. in there for making wood shavings. Right. To get things started. Well, in my bug out bag, I have some, um, oh my gosh, blank, um, the wood that is pine, where all the, yeah. what's that called? We're both going to have a problem with that. Someone in the chat room will help us. Uh, for, for fire starting. Yeah, actually, yeah, I have that in there. I also carry a pocket knife. And if you're wearing jeans or any other clothes, you can scrape off. Oh, it's fat wood. Yes, okay. it's fat wood. And I have that in every, from my everyday carry kit to my bug out bag. And then I even have some big sticks when I go camping. And so fat wood is pretty amazing. You can get that started pretty quickly. But, you know, you can shave off your, your, your lint on your jeans and, and use, that. and use that as well. So there's many ways. I teach 
15 different ways to make a fire. This is actually where I have you beat. I actually have one alternative way for starting a fire. Okay. How, okay. Oh, your beard? The beard. Yeah. That, that's actually one. Yeah. I, I can shave a side Your Duck Dynasty beard? Yes. Mm-hmm. Just take an inch off. Yeah. That, but burning hair stinks, man. I mean, but that's survival. That's nasty. So, um, but um, so making char cloth, and that's easy. You just get an Alcatoids can, and you get a fire, and that's all. And some jeans. I use jeans. I cut up old pair of jeans of I think it was my daughter's, and I put it in there, and you poke a hole. You don't even have to poke a hole, but I poke a hole in the top. It burns. When it stops burning, you got char cloth. Take it off with your hands. <laughs> just kidding there. And um and that is how you got you learn how you gotta learn how to make that that makes life easier. So that's one of the ones I pick. What's the what another one you want? I'm gonna stick around here a little bit. You know, there's a couple good ones on here, but maps in your area. Oh yeah, that's that's really important. And mm-hmm. I told you, I think we talked about this in one of the, uh, the prepper meetups. It's not just having like National Geographic maps mm-hmm. are definitely the way to go because the material are made out of. They are waterproof, terror yep. resistant. I got so one. That's definitely the way to go. Um, but make, taking maps off of your computer, go on to Google Earth. You can get satellite imagery, copy that, and actually kind of not not saying for spying purposes or anything like that, but it's, it's free information. Right. Like, hey, Susie, I seen you last night out in the pool. Yeah. Um, but you can go ahead and take those pictures and, and go out and see your city and really know where your water sources are, mm-hmm. um, where there's more maybe abandoned areas, quarries. Areas that might have material, stuff like that, in case of an emergency. Yep. Also, the other day, one of the preppers in our group um, found a site where you can print topo maps for free. Yes, on uh, National Geographic. Yeah, National Geographic, yes. And you can print them for free um, because that could come in handy. The reason I was interested in that is because I'm trying to put a repeater station up in the air so more preppers can talk to each other. So I needed to know the high point um, in our surrounding area of where that where I would go and find a tree or a pole. Do you know Do you know what you are right in this area? Uh, my elevation, yeah, I'm at about 760 feet, which is one of the highest points. So you're you're a little bit higher. I think we're around 650, 700. Oh yeah, we're, I'm at one of the higher points in the area, um, and um, if I walk maybe. A, quarter mile I'm at like almost at 800 and which is one of the highest points from here surrounding so that's good yeah I did and that's why I want I wish there was a way I could just fly myself up about 50 feet and look and see where you know well, you get a UAV. well could you get an extra $1,500 yeah I don't okay okay the next thing is I'm going to pick and again this sheet is on prepping will be on preppingacademy.com is um, shooting 100 rounds. If you've got to learn how to shoot a gun, you've got to be comfortable shooting a gun. You've got to understand when you pull that trigger, it's going to make a loud bang. Very loud. And if you're not wearing protection, it's going to disorient you. You're going to kind of, because when you're in self-defense, you don't go, hey, excuse me, I need to put some hearing protection on before I shoot you. Yeah. You're going to be shooting that gun Live, and and um, which have I ever told you about the first time I shot my AR? No, I took it up to Pennsylvania. It was up the family farm. Uh-huh. My grandfather goes out with me, avid hunter. Um, 
I want to say he was probably 69, 70 at that, at that time when I took out the shoot. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, you want some earplugs? No, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. I, I shoot the 270 all the time, shoot the 30 outside, so I'm good. I pull the trigger, one round, two, two, three. Next thing I know, I feel a tap on my shoulder, and, he's, and he has his hand out for the earplugs. Uh-huh. I mean, it is a loud. It is a loud sound. And that's also, you know, a 22 is a lot quieter. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, that's like saying, hey, you can drive a nice pickup truck, or you can drive a, uh, whatchamacallit, a Prius. Mm. Be more, be more. But you got to shoot. You got to get comfortable shooting a gun. And when there's jams, how to clear it. That just is practice, practice, practice. Yeah. And, and not necessarily practicing with live rounds. There are dummy rounds that you can put in mm-hmm. the gun and practice with. You won't damage your bolt carrier. Are they the ones that didn't pass class? Yes. Okay. Yes. They're, they're, they're red. They have red property. Right. Them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got to shoot some. You and Kyle's picking. Which one are you picking? Um, if we're still going through here, I am going to say camping out. Camping out. Get out there. Dude, that is. Mm-hmm. I, I even told my wife, you know, for me it's almost like a spiritual thing. I kind of need that reprieve every once in a while. But if you've never camped out or it's just been a while for you, just, mm-hmm. just seclude yourself for a little while mm-hmm. and try and put yourself in that mindset. Turn off your cell phone. Obviously, keep, whoa, keep whoa, whoa. I mean, you might be able to find a Snorlax out in the Piscuit National Forest, but <laughs> I doubt it. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I just seen it on something. I think it's a Pokemon. Yeah, you caught that last night. I know you did. Okay, we have a lady that's in our prepping group here in Charlotte in the Carolina Prepper Network, and she's camping out for 30 days. And she started blogging on the challenges and what she's going through. And some of us, you're like, wow, okay, we've never, I mean, if people think they're going to go out and bug out in the woods, I say this all the time, they're going to die. <laughs> you just can't, there there are less than a thousand people in the United States that can go bug out in the woods and survive. I'm I mean, there's two of them right here. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at the show alone. I mean, these are survival experts. They're people, they train other people in survival skills. And I think the max is like 60 some days. Of course, they're in a little bit different environment. It rains a lot, a bit, but still, they even took 10 tools with them. Yeah. And I'm just saying, just for the record, Jesus went out without anything for 40 days. You know, that is true. It's pretty good. That is true. And what did, did he eat? No, he didn't. He fast for 40 days. Yeah, just, just, I'm assuming just walk. I, I, I had a friend that did that for, for I think, 30 days. And he lived. Yeah. He lost a lot of weight. It's possible. It's a new weight loss program. Yeah, don't eat. <laughs> that, that sounds miserable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, after trying to master cleanse for like mm-hmm. a day, I can tell you, mm-hmm. even just having lemon water and yeah, no, it is. Okay, so that is camping for three days. That is, we're going to do that prepper camp. At least I will be. That's not, that's not really camping. Well, that's, well, no, my car, well, it's not. You're going to have Survivor Jane there. You're going to have Skinny Medic there. You're going to have Malachi there. You're going to have, it's an assortment of people. There. The, there's some of the best survival people in the world will be there. Yes. So, and with a thousand preppers. Yeah. So, 
Uh, it will be funny if you hear a, you know, a hair dryer in the distance or something. <laughs> that would yeah. be it. <laughs> yeah. That would be in your time. No. No. <laughs> okay. Um, let's talk about um, mindset for a little bit. Um, again, you can buy things. Like I told many times, I have a friend worth millions of dollars. He owns every prepping slash survival gear made. Um, when he went to prepper camp two years ago, he bought three sun ovens. And I guarantee you not one of them has ever been used. I guarantee you oh, they're yeah. still in the box. Oh, that hurts me. I, I can remember a guy we used to have one uh, years ago when we would do block TV. And here you have a lot of these guys are starting off preppers. We're looking at, you know, we, a lot of times we end up going back on guns and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We talk about free strike food. Etc. And you know, I'd have my Sig 5.56 and you know my Ruger pistol and a couple other guys have a few things. And this guy would just have an immense, immense amount of items. He'd have Fleur, night vision. He had a safe larger than the room that we're in right now, just packed with guns. Mm-hmm. He had an anti-aircraft gun. Dude. Okay. Millions and millions of dollars. He had luxury cars, etc. He actually volunteered to go down on the, the border with another one of the members in our forums and to just basically help us like a you know, civilian border patrol. Right. Had no idea how to use any of his stuff. <laughs> he got That's... so much crap uh-huh. from everyone on the forum. The guy who went down there with him, he's like, you know, this is the problem. You know, all the money in the world. I actually had a friend who went out and he told me his boss got into the same thing, started getting prepping. Lives on a, on basically a like a golf course, house you know backs right out to par nine or under uh, you know hole nine. Goes out at night one night, sets up a phone book, wraps a pillow up around it and blanket, and shoots it. His mindset was that the sound didn't come from the muzzle; oh. the sound came from the impact. Well, then the cops show up and oh. say, "What were you doing in your backyard on you know out in the golf course?" I don't know. It was a lot of bang. It was a bear. Yeah. I was trying to protect Again, myself. People have to get out there actually use their items. Yes, absolutely. So um, in the mindset here, one of the things I have down here, and I tell this, I say this all the time, you guys got to know that I speak to preppers throughout the Carolinas all the time. Um, I would say that I probably know more preppers than a lot of people just because I go out to all these, our groups in the, at the Carolina Prepper Network yeah. and which we have seven cities now that we have classes going on in seven cities, 1800 people at Carolina Prepper Network, carolinapreppersnetwork.com. And I tell, I tell them find a meetup group or a group of people meeting that talk about this. You've got to understand that you're not crazy. There are other people like you. And if you stay in your shell, like a lot of preppers want to do, they don't want to, they don't, I don't want anybody to know I'm doing this. You actually, your growth of knowledge, mindset, um, even friendships that you can make that could form into a survival group are, are, are just hindered big time. I will actually take it a step further and say that you are actually a greater danger to others around you 
if you do not have a support group because there are so many people that I've come across who say, OPSEC, I don't want anyone knowing what I have, where I live, mm-hmm. what I'm doing, I won't invite anybody in. And I just imagine this, this lone wolf psychopath with a 308 sitting in his window trying to tell his, his wife and his children, don't go outside, and every neighbor he sees, he's going to shoot. That's kind of how I envision this right. because they get so paranoid mm-hmm. over every little thing they read on the Internet. Mm-hmm. For the love of God, get out of your house. Get out. Meet other people. Mm-hmm. And have a, yeah, it's, it's like a support group, really. It is. And, and when, I, when I tell people, it's funny, kind of, when I came out of the closet and I told people I was doing this, I had to because I was like, I am tired. Of, I have some great relationships on online forums. Yeah. <laughs> that's not going to help me a lot. And so that's why I created the Carolina Prepper Network so I can meet other ones. And now we have at Charlotte, I mean, we have, I mean, anywhere one meeting from 30, 40 to, you know, almost 100. You know, a couple months ago. And I, and I would say to that, you know, and obviously there's been different books like um, Strategic Relocation. So yes. Like uh-huh. A lot of people are moving down into this region specifically because they are feeling either called by God mm-hmm. or they've read books like that and they feel like this is going to be a safe haven. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the safest of places. You know, maybe you could you know, live out in the middle of the desert somewhere by yourself. But so there's definitely I would say there's, I would say there's more preppers. I'm just I'm, I'm not making this up. I think there's some backing to this in the North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee area than any other geographical location on earth. Yeah. Would you I agree would, with I, that? I would definitely. You know, the only place I would say that it might potentially be more would be Russia. Oh, you know, they came out with, was it the Russia government? No, it was German government that told their people to start saving food. Yes, and I believe also Czechoslovakia has also said something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Or was it German or Russia? No. Uh, Russia is the one we talked about the one night where they were actually okay. saying citizens were basically asking Americans, when are we going to war? Okay, yeah. Buying wheat and stuff like this. Okay. Uh, but one, one thing, because I know we're on short on top yep. of that, and I have to drop this in here, is for mindset, the days of Noah, uh, whether you're religious or unreligious, it doesn't really matter. It covers kind of both perspectives mm-hmm. in there. But an excellent book series. Uh, Mark did one, and you and I both listed the books in probably like, what, two or three weeks? Yes. Mm-hmm. Three books. Uh, it, it makes you think about a lot of things. Yep. It's I not, love that series. Great series. That's The Days of Noah. Mark, Mark Goodwin, isn't it? Goodwin. Oh, yeah. Great books. And he started a new series as well that I've been reading. Um, finished the first two books. I'm waiting for the third to come out. But yeah, the days of Noah, and of course you can find out on Amazon um, as well. But that's a great. You, you need to read books like that. The reason why is because as he's making the story and he's going through the characters, you can see. And you, as the book's going on, you can go, "Wow, I can picture my neighbor acting like that guy." Yeah. Or wow, I would have the same problem. You know, trying to figure out this or this as well, and then you go and you you learn. Even though you know it's a fiction story, yeah, you learn so much from it that it almost becomes nonfiction. It's very plausible. Yes, yes. There's a, there's a lot um, um, to learn from people putting together together a scenario in a book, and you're reading it. 
and I, oh, Day of Wrath. I'm not sure. Have we talked about that? I know you mentioned it. I, I've not read it. Yeah, that's by our, uh, Bill Fortune. He's coming on our show in about a month. We're planning it. Um, it's going to be at the prepping camp, prepper camp. He's coming on. Um, him and been emailing his wife. We're trying to set up a date. But we got one minute left. So what I want to do is um, I want to remind everyone to go to PreppingAcademy.com. We have a store. You can buy some legacy food. Um, You can listen to the archives shows. Um, Join our contest where we're giving away a bunch of items. That's just, and to do that, you just join our mailing list. Uh, It's slash newsletter. So um, go there. And it um, and sign up also lets us again. I, I don't send out a lot of emails at all, but it. Um, but I am trying to build up um, a way that we can communicate, build a community online, on, online. And that's preppingacademy.com. Kyle, will you be back? Be back next week? Should be. Should be. I'll be here. Uh, we'll have a um, another great show, won't we? Yeah. I mean, this was great. And you know what? Next time we should do. Do it live, like YouTube. Oh my gosh! With our guns. I don't know about my guns. They may come for us if we have our guns. No. But um, hey guys, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Today's broadcast has come to you through the courtesy of the Prepper Broadcasting Network. See our hosts, show schedules, archive programs, and more at PrepperBroadcasting.com. Thanks for listening. for the end-of-season Red Zone clearance event happening now through Monday. You'll find thousands of items like swimwear, tanks, tees, shorts, and accessories for the whole family under $5 or $10, with many items final marked down to 80% off. Stack the savings even more and get $10 off when you spend 25 or more with coupon on select items. That's getting your pennies worth. J.C. Penny. Valid 831-295. Some exclusion supply. Check jcp.com or use paper for coupon on details. Selection fair by store. All supplies last. Clearance savings off regular and original prices. Intermediate markdowns have been taken. Season refers to time period from 8 to 9-5. Labor Day. It's time to get outdoors and make your holiday weekend one to remember. And there's no better place to get ready than Cabela's. Get 30% off all Cabela's camp kitchens, furniture, and cots. $100 off a Ruger American Bolt Action Rifle with Vortex Scope Combo after sale and mail-in rebate. 15% off all in-stock canoes and kayaks. And $20 off Winchester USA bulk handgun ammo. Hurry in and gear up for Labor Day weekend at Cabela's. Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? 
looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com.